Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. I'm Gonzalo and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Greetings. And uh, today's podcast is book review. So <laughs> uh, the book for this week is called Skin in the Game by Nassim Taleb. And um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. We are not going to be talking about the whole book because to be honest, it's kind of I don't want to say boring at some points, but it's very convoluted. It's very complex. And to go over everything would be boring, not only for us, but for everyone involved in this process. So what we're going to be talking mostly about is the main concept of skin in the game, which is uh, the importance of having risks for the actions and decisions you take. So that's going to be pretty much uh, what we're going to be going over. And to start off... Uh, I'll start off with a quote that I noted that I found very interesting. If you do not take risks for your opinion, you are nothing. This is in the sense that uh, it's very easy to, for example, give advice to someone else when you are not either emotionally invested or physically in some sense, like there's no money from your part, there's no emotion of your part, there's nothing of your part. So it's very easy to, you know, give advice that that's it's hard to implement but because for you it's easy because you're not gonna have to take that action it's yeah. easy to say to someone like oh you know what you should do with your money you should invest in this and that and then you ask them oh but is your money invested in those things and of course the answer is always no because it's very easy to say like oh yeah i read it in a book i read it somewhere and to you know to actually follow through with the action is the most hard part because you know, there's always risk attached to it. Yeah. It's funny how people act like the hard part was you knowing what you need to do instead of actually doing it. Yeah. Like, I think everyone has a, a base idea of what they need to do or like what they need to do to improve a situation. But like the difficult part isn't knowing what you have to do. It's actually doing it. Yeah. So most advice is just like, oh, yeah, you just need, you want to lose weight? Yeah, you just have to go to the gym and eat less calories. Okay. Genius, bravo, genius! But then, yeah, like that's not what the people, the, the person wants to hear. No one wants to hear that because I think everyone already knows it. And that's the, I think that's the same, the same concept here. If you don't have skin in the game, if you're not invested in it, your opinion and your way of seeing it is always going to be different than if you're actually invested in it. Yeah, and that's actually also a good thing. That, that that's where the, like the the sentence "treat yourself like you are your best friend" comes from because. When your your best friend is like going through something, you like you kind of know what he needs to do to get to be better. So that's like when you're in that situation, if you if you treat yourself like your best friend, you probably know what you need to do. Yeah. This is also one of the reasons why I, for the most part now, I avoid giving advice on pretty much anything. Even if I have skin on the in the game, for my part on what I'm telling, I'm not gonna yeah. say because we never have the full context for people's lives, you know. Their lives is not the same as ours, and their lives are not to be the same as other people. So when you say to them, let's say they tell you, oh, I want to lose weight, and then you tell them, oh, just go to the gym, follow this plan, eat like this. For you, yeah. it makes 100% sense because you've seen it work. But imagine like you hadn't seen it work. You'd never seen somebody go to the gym and actually get results. Why in the fuck would you follow that advice? <laughs> yeah. And even if you see it, your first instinct is not going to be like, oh, it worked for him. It may work for me. It may be, but it's not going to be in all cases. And that, and I've noticed also that when people give me advice, 
I feel kind of the same way. It's kind of like, yeah, sure, buddy. I don't, but then you don't really care because they don't know everything about your life. So they're always giving advice with uh, what is incomplete information, which is like a very, yeah, it's a big mistake, to be honest, to give advice. It's funny like you mentioned that. that just because like the other day I was noting, not, I noticed myself in that. Like I used to be the guy who wanted to be the fixer yeah. of everyone's problems. Just like, oh, you need to do this. You need to get nine hours of sleep. You need to eat good. Yeah, etc. And now I'm just like, like if people come to me, I'll give them advice. But if not, it's just like most people don't want unsolicited, as you said. If they don't ask you for advice, they probably yeah. don't want it. Unsolicited just, advice, just, yeah. That's exactly that. Like, so it, it, it comes out just like being arrogant of you. If you're the guy that goes out forcing your advice on other people. Yeah. It's just like you probably just need to do something with your life. You probably are just bored with your life and trying to get interest you get like some form of distraction with other people's lives and yeah. and you know your advice is especially unsolicited if you don't have skin in the game so if you're like giving advice on someone yeah. something yeah. you know nothing about and that's like what most people do like because when you really learn something i think the more you learn about something the less advice you give yeah for, for example me at the beginning when i was every time i'm like learning this is a pattern so every time i'm learning something new like at the first, like the first two weeks of learning, I'm just like, I just want to tell the whole world what you need to do because I, I think I know everything. I'm, I'm studying this thing. Mm-hmm. I studied for a week, so I'm an expert. And then as I gradually learn more about it, I'm just like, okay, I don't even know nearly enough, so I'm just not going to speak about it. Yeah. And I feel like that's, it's very recurring in myself too. Because the, yeah, the more, I feel like the more you know, and the more you go through things, the more you realize that it's maybe simple, but it's, it's very hard and like nuanced, you know, it's not yeah, the more that empathy simple. You have, I think. Yeah. So when somebody asks you, adv- even when somebody asks you advice, I feel like for me, I, it's kind of like, I'm excited to tell them the advice, but I always kind yeah. of have like a foot back because I'm like, ah, oh, dude, these guys are not going to yeah, follow with like, this. It's so funny. Why am I even giving this advice? <laughs> yeah. I'm very careful when giving yeah. advice because but I like to that, be, like... to be on, but to be like, um, to relate to them. Most of the time I'm also going to do the same thing less and less mm-hmm. now and what i actually do now with advice is i try to pay to the person so i have skin in the game when i'm getting that advice you know because if you're getting <laughs> something for free there's no investment from your part there's only time to you know listen to whatever that advice is however let's say you pay a hundred dollars an hour for a coach to teach you his method then there, that is different because if you don't do anything about that advice you just threw a hundred dollars down the toilet or more if you like let's it was like <clears throat> a five week uh coaching plan and you had one hour each week now it's 500 bucks that went to the trash mm-hmm. if you don't follow up but if like, you follow up then actually, you just keep stacking that mm-hmm. and what happens is that that one hour you just you'll be super like focused i, yeah. I feel yeah. if it was just like something be giving out for free if you knew you could always get it it's just like your brain naturally just goes like yeah fuck it but if you know like you're paying 500 dollars uh, a week for this guy to speak with you one hour you're just like your brain is on full full focus mode just because you don't want to feel like yeah, you absolutely. threw away $500 and now and that's, just a little side note if now we were selling something this is the part where we would say yeah, so you, you need a coach and we are the coaches yeah. buy our program yeah, imagine, yeah. and it's not going to be $500 <laughs> it's not even giving me $100 for the simple price of $50 <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's exactly what they do I just realized we were on, on the way to making a commercial yeah. We don't have one. But, but no, it's true. You should pay, not to us, but you should, or if you want to pay us, 
I don't think any of us are going to take it, but you should for whatever. Give money, PayPal. <laughs> I'm a Nigerian prince and I need to, yeah. No, but if, like, if you want to improve in something, find somebody who has already done what you want to do, pay them, get their strategies and follow the strategies, which, you know, is, sounds way more simple than it actually is because it's going to be hard as fuck. So, for example, if you want to get better at, let's use the, the old example of going to the gym. Let's say you pay a guy. The classic. Let's say you pay a guy, it's to, he gives you his plan and he tells you how to go about your meal plan, your uh, daily routines, etc., etc. If you just follow that plan to a T, then you're going to become some version of him. However, like if you start slacking off day by day, you're like, eh, I don't want to, then you're not. But at least by having skin in the game, you make sure that you're actually going to follow that process. Because I've noticed this in myself. Unless he's on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but even, even if he's on steroids, if he tells you, like, if you want to look like me, you have to do this and take steroids, then it's yeah, viable. Yeah, if you take the steroids. Yeah, just don't expect to go to, like, I don't know. 20 year old Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he tells you, This is my yeah, plan. You, you can't natural. do the same routine. <laughs> yeah. You can't do the same routine Schwarzenegger did in his peak. <laughs> yeah. Unless, you know, you take some testosterone and some TRT, and then maybe you become like him. Yeah, and then maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because, <laughs> and like, even, no, even in, in that example, even if he gave you everything, it's super hard. Because he was, I don't know, for five yeah. hours, five hours per day in the gym. And then you have to inject yourself with that and be always eating a lot. And bro, that's yeah, not like, easy. Eating a lot is a part that like, people like don't eat. Like, just take the example. Eating a lot, it's really hard. If you're like yeah. a the typical art gainer, if you're like a skinny kid and you've ever tried to gain weight, like it's fucking hard. Like, you get to a point where you're just like, I don't want to eat anymore. Yeah, you're you're full. And if you're a bodybuilder, you're just pushing that like times ten. Absolutely. Which is man, yeah. At those levels, it's like that. But, you know, shifting back, not getting too deviated on this steroid talk. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. another good. thing like he talks in the book, which I found very interesting, and it's, it's kind of easy to speak about, is about honor and like honoring your word. Because nowadays I feel like the value of your word has been lost a lot. Like when we say things nowadays, most of the times we don't even assume people mean it. You know, if somebody says like, yeah, I'll be there at four, you expect them to be late most of the time. Before, this was not like that because your word was supposed to be your bond. This, your word was everything. When you said something, you followed up with it. Or there would be severe consequences for not following up with your word. Yeah, like the markets used to be run. They're still run on confidence, like on trust. That's how they, they work. But like at that point, in like old times, you didn't really have the, the government always checking up on things and patents and those kinds of stuff. So it's just like, it was more like, okay, I trust this person that they won't scam me. Yeah. And that, so that's, I'm just going to trust him. I have his words. Now, like, you don't trust that shit. When you, when you see someone like offering a project, you want to see like that they, they refund you. You have like a 30 day money back guarantee or something yeah. like that. It's because their word doesn't mean anything anymore on yeah. commercials. Like, especially on commercials, like they don't mean anything. Literally, like they, the mark, marketing teams are trying to play with every trick in the book on your that your brain has to try and kind of fool you. Yeah. So and even nowadays, trusting. like those 30-day guarantees, even that you're kind of skeptical about it because you see so many yeah. people scamming others and everything. Um, and I feel like 
before you had a, that sense of honor, I feel like the more tribal you get, the more that sense of honor means something. Because if you're living with 120 people and that's it, then you can't cheat on or fool anyone because then the whole tribe knows about it and then they kill you. Yeah, you have skin in the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the thing, like if you're invested, if you, if, you, if you have the consequences, that's a really a good thing you talked about in the book. Like if the consequences come back to you, you act in a completely different way yeah. than if the consequences are placed on, another, on other people. That's why governments are so ineffective because they don't take the consequences of their actions. The people who pay taxes do. Yeah. So they don't. They're not. They don't have skin in the game per se. So they just. They're just not going to be as effective yeah. as a human being can be when when he knows that he has that that con the consequences will fall upon him if he fucks up. Yeah, it's the same example uh, as that's, uh, well, that's something he speaks the about. The same example as if, for example, somebody would give you. Here's a million dollars. You can invest in whatever you want. And, but then on top of that, I'm going to pay you a salary of $10,000 per month. Like you're not going to give a shit about those $1 million. You're going to be like, hey, put some on Uber, put some on Tesla, bing, boom, bong. And then <laughs> even if you lose all Las of Vegas, them, baby. it's like you're going to the casino. <laughs> you're not even going to probably research the companies. You're not going to, you know, see their dividends, anything. Because, you know, it doesn't matter to you because you're still getting paid regardless of your results. And like taking this back to the tribe, I feel like the biggest example of this was when people went to war. You know, if, you were, if you're a man and you say like, I'm going to go to war and you're training and what you do in war directly influences the other people of your tribe, you know, it, it either means they live or they get killed and raped. Pretty much is this. Yeah. Win and defeat. That part was fucking badass. Yeah. And there's yeah, this. Like a this, cool sentence. Yeah. Like. Uh, I think I even, the, it's the same. Put your shield, or yeah, you, you wrote. Yeah, I used it on, on the post. Page, which is, but I fucking I love yeah. that quote, like the with your shield around it. Yeah, uh, you, you, go ahead. Like you either come, you either, you either come with your shield back home, or you come on it, which is how they used to like the the people coming back yeah. from war. They used to come back in their in their shields for that. It's like it's yeah, dope. because like Spartans, because like, only a coward would drop his shield to run faster. Like, yeah, yeah. like in, in that scenario, you would never back down. You would, it's, you either win or you die. You burn the boats. And I'm not saying yeah. that you always have to burn the boats nowadays and nothing like that. But you need to follow up with your word. W whether it's simple mm -hmm. things or big things. Even if you say like, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll be there at four. Make sure, uh, try your hardest to be there at four. Because you're playing with the other person's time at the end of the day. You, it's yeah. it's not yeah, you, it's you, not you something devoid of consequence. It's a respect thing, yeah. yeah. You definitely like you show respect to all those small things, and like, just like a side note, I'm living in Italy, and everything that you plan, you already know it's going to be 15 minutes late. It's because I think that's how it works in here. Like even the bus system the drains. <laughs> it's just a, a country where people don't give a fuck about other people's time, not to trigger any Italians if they're listening. Now but, all the two Italians who listen to this are shaking their hands right now. <laughs> You're like, Mamma Mia! What do you say? Everyone is casually late, even the bus driver. It's like, bro, I, I don't want to be like a nerd. Cool people arrive late. Come on, bro. Yeah, it's like, 15 minutes late. It's a, just, a, just a cool country. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but back to the thing. Uh, yeah, follow it up. Everything you do, you say, follow it up. Don't, even if it's hard and even if, for example, I, I've noticed this recently um, with my work. There are some moments where 
my mind just drifts a bit and it's like, oh, I could do this, plan B, I could just get away and this option would be so much better. But even if it was or not, I've given my word already. It doesn't matter. No, no material gain is as valuable as my word, period. Not, like if you paid yeah, me it's... 15 I would like to say like even if you paid me millions I would say I can say that for sure but I would like to say yes I'd like to be able to in that situation you know follow through yeah, and that's the, that's the kind of person the people you respect is the ones that really keep their words yeah and, and if you like the shame you feel after breaking your word I think it's never going to be as good as whatever reward you get yeah. from whatever you do he actually says that in the book but yeah that's like if you get like and you maybe like because when we when we break our words, it's not like we most times we don't do it consciously. So we our brain just comes up with excuses. It's like, oh maybe he like, won't remember I said that, or yeah. maybe he doesn't remember this promise I made. Like people remember that. Yeah. And if and if you just take a, an example from your life, like if you if someone has promised you something and then they haven't delivered on that, you know that like people don't forget promises easily. Yeah. So if you're the if you're trying to ra- rationalize in your mind, just like. Oh, maybe they don't remember that I said this and blah blah blah. People remember. Absolutely. They maybe don't. They don't. Most people don't say it to their face because I think in this society we're growing a bit more cowardice as the times the times go on. But people remember that, and and they talk about it with other people because that's that's how we work as a species. And the world gets around, and you're you don't want to be the guy known as the like the guy known that you're for your word basically means meaning nothing. Yeah. And especially, the, the guys, like if, if you say something, people know it's going to happen. Yeah, and I feel like especially you don't want that to yourself, because once you kind of know deep, yeah, deep important. down inside yourself that you're not following with your word, like you said, people are going to notice that. You know, when you say something, it's going to feel like it's not true. While as if you follow, always follow, or not always, because come on, we're humans. It's you're going to fail yeah. here and there, but people will feel that too. Like when you promise. Like, I, I notice this when sometimes people say something and they're like, oh, I promise. And then every other person is doubting them. It's because you kind of feel that they're not going to follow. As if somebody who always follows through, even if they don't know that he follows through, says, I don't know, like, yeah, I'll be there. You kind of know. You feel that in him. Like, you feel that he has no reason to lie because that's just how he is. And that's kind of like, why do you want to strive to be? the? It's kind of like how Jordan Pearson talks about taking more and more responsibility that's one way of doing so is following up with your word always forever yeah, always following your word just you just yeah you just you don't want to be the guy that basically yeah you just you want your word to mean something you want to be that person where, like when you say something people around you know that it's, it's going to happen yeah and that's a, a fucking great feeling for yourself just and for others yeah. for being around you uh, and i'm just going about like yeah, go on. Go ahead. Uh, no, I just you can finish up on this. Then I wanna just switch up to something else. Yeah, I was also going to switch up. <laughs> so. All right. So. Yeah. So. You can go ahead. Okay. I was uh, so I, I was going to just like read a, a sentence I really liked. He said it's basically, "Those who talk should do, and only those who do should talk." Oh yeah, that's a great quote. So, yeah, I love this quote. Basically, just like this reflects, really reflects the way I think about like teaching and, and learning, how, how you should do it. And so basically, like, I feel like it's a, a system that we have where, for example, in school, the people that are teaching you things, they aren't the same people that did any of those things. So it's like, yeah. you're an economy teacher, 
like he, he didn't build a business. He's a teacher. Yeah. So he probably hasn't going. He's going. Isn't going to have the best knowledge about how how to manage a, com a company or how to do finances or whatever it is. And I feel like that's just a, a really a big flaw we just have in, in our system. And I think this this sentence just sums it up basically like. You should only be talking about something if you have done that. If you have done that, you really have no experience. You have no right to talk just because you don't know shit. Absolutely. Because this is, and this is the, the, I think, the core concept of this book. Like, humans learn by doing. They don't learn by anything else. Like, theory, there's also another cool sentence I really liked. Theory is too theoretic, theoretical. That's how you say it. Theore theoretical. Theory, so I don't know. Theoretical. We, we kind of get it. Yeah, yeah theoretical. No, that, that's that. Theory is too theoretical for humans. So basically, we, we can't learn just by abstract concepts. But maybe we can, but not as good as, not even as close as good as we yeah. can, just by doing stuff. You have to get a that's feel how for our it. our brain processes it. Yeah, and that's the, I think that's the whole skin in the game thing. And that's just, yeah, the sentence just sums it up. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. And you see this in everything that you have done, probably. Like, if you were just to watch, for example, skateboard videos, and be like, yeah, I kind of know I can teach other people. Like, no, you can't. You absolutely can't because you don't know what it takes to go through all the, the emotional process of learning that thing. That's the, I feel like the biggest thing is when, when you don't actually learn it yourself, you just learn it from a book. First of all, you don't have skin in the game, of course. And then you don't have the emotional, I would say, uh, investment in that. And the, you have not passed through the emotions, like the highs, the lows that takes to learn that thing. Uh, he also said, exactly. for example, Avi says in the book that uh, a, a university professor is most, um, the thing he can teach best is how to become a university professor because that's what he did. Yeah. The, the, his whole career was becoming a university professor to a certain degree. You know, there's some mm -hmm. things you can learn in theory, but when learning, you should go to those who actually have done it Be mm -hmm. because those are the ones who actually can teach you. And it's always in the small things, and you'll notice this. For example, if you go to somebody to teach you how to like build a business, it's not going to be your finance teacher, like you said, because he doesn't know what you do in the lows. How do you deal with that? You may know that, but only in theory. And in theory, it's easy. Anybody can be like, oh, yes. For example, oh, your workout plan should consist of 5% cardio and then 90% blah, blah, blah. And then have you ever done <laughs> it? Uh, no, I have not. So how the fuck do you know? You don't. You heard this from someone who actually did it. And that's from who we should actually be learning from. It's from the person who kind of like wrote the things in the first place. Like, for example, uh, he talks in the book about Stoicism. And to learn about Stoicism, you should go to the guys who wrote the original texts. So it's Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, Caesar. You should not go to like the middleman. Yeah. And while there's a lot of... Yeah, instead of the guys like trying to explain yeah. what it means. You should not go to the coach who's like, I'll teach you stoicism for 500 bucks, my online program. No, just buy the original book and figure it for yourself. It's much... It's easier and you'll uh, absorb the knowledge better in all things. I don't think it's... Okay, it's like, I don't think it's easier. I feel like it's just... It's even like a more... It's easier in the sense that it will, on the long term, yeah. it's going to take you less time. But it's like at the beginning, it's going to be rougher because like the, especially if you go to the classics, you have to think about the things they say to really learn them. And if you have like the, the, the teacher just like really laying it all out, out for you in basic terms, yeah, okay, it's easier for you like to 
like to understand what they mean, yeah. but you don't really understand what they mean because you don't do the, yeah. do the thought process of analyzing and breaking down what what they're really saying. So yeah, I think just another sentence that I think really sums this up is the knowledge we get by thinkering, tinkering via trial and error, experience, and the working of time. In other words, contact with the earth is less superior than a train to reasoning. Something self-serving institutions have been very busy hiding from us. So, yeah, that's just like, I think the, the best example of that is just like a university. I don't want to shit on it if anyone's going to But it, it sucks. But, <laughs> but it's fucking shit. <laughs> Get out of there. What are you I don't doing? want to be like mean or biased about it, but it's a fucking piece of shit. But <laughs> no, yeah, but I, I think that's just the, the main flaw. That's the reason I, like, I haven't, I'm really taken aback by university. It's just like the people teaching aren't the best are never going to be the best at teaching whatever you want to learn. Yeah. Just because, like most, most, most times, yeah, I don't, like maybe in specific courses, if you're like learning from someone who actually did that job, which can happen, I'm sure, then that, that's, I think that's, that's always going to be the best way to learn something. But most teachers, like if you're going to your like entrepreneurship teacher, yeah. <laughs> like if you think the, the guy built a company, like bullshit. Yeah. Go intern for some someone like actually doing that. Yeah. Go intern for some entrepreneur. Just like clean the fucking floors. Offer to clean the floor. Just be around people who are actually doing it. Yeah. And I think and that's an advice that I think a lot of get, it. Like, a lo- sorry to interrupt, but I feel like a lot of it yeah, also comes from we are scared of not knowing what to do. And like by going to a course or to a teacher who actually never did it, but is giving you like here's the step by step process on how to do it. You kind of feel like oh I'm gonna achieve something. But like, for example, if you go intern for the entrepreneur, you're going to feel lost. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel like shit a lot of times. But what you're learning by then, it's kind of like when uh, Miyagi is teaching the guy like wax on, wax off. You're learning the process of how to actually do it. You're not like going through all the highs and lows and that. That's entrepreneurship, for example. When you intern for him, you're learning what it takes emotionally. And then you learn the practical side. But it's always a mix of both. It's not just, I went through my three-year course on how to be a successful entrepreneur, even though only 10% of them are successful and like 5% over more than 50 years. But you know what? Everyone on this class is going to be a successful entrepreneur. Uh, No, it's not. Most of you are not. And even probably the statistic is going to be lower than that because you may even gotten the wrong knowledge from them. You don't know. And they don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just like you, th- you think you know, but you don't know, which yeah. is actually worse of being at the baseline of not knowing anything. It's like the blind and leading the yeah, blind. Yeah, it's like the. Yeah, exactly. It's blind leading the blind. And it's really, like, it's funny what, what you said. Like, most people like the concept of university because they have no idea what they want to do. And the funny thing is, is like, like, you may not know in your mind where you are going, but the thing, the funny thing is, like, you only know it by doing it. Yeah. You don't know it by. Thinking more about it, like journaling, or I, I love journaling, but that's not what's going to get you closer to, to like your purpose. No, doing stuff is what's going to get you closer yeah. to that. Just because we are human, we as humans are just a really technical species. Like we do, we need to do stuff to learn. It's just like the best way. No, I think no one can debate that. Like practice, practice is always going to be theory. In, in terms of making you learn yeah. stuff. Pra- like, Theory is a compliment, I think, to practice. Yeah, like practice makes perfect. And I feel like one of the best examples I can come up with this is, for example, let's say you want your dating life to be better. What do you have to do? You have to go talk to 
the the opposite sex, or maybe not, depending on what you what you shift towards. But anyway, let's see how many like women. You have to go talk to gender isn't <laughs> a thing. All right, let's uh, <laughs> cut that bullshit. But yeah, let's say you want to do that. You have to go talk to women, and it's very easy to be in your little computer and watch some videos. Be like, oh, this is what I should do, and oh, this is my the thing I should do. But uh, but until easy. you are faced with that. Uh, not opportunity, but that challenge, not, none of that knowledge matters. It matters zero because you're going to forget all that you read and your emotions are going to take over. Yeah. And then what do you do? All the, all the teachings are worthless then because you have to learn them yourself. It's more than just knowing what to do. It's knowing how to do it in your body, how it feels in your body. And doing it. And then doing it, exactly. You, you can yeah. like mental masturbate all you want, but until you do it, you don't know anything. And it's kind of... You don't know masturbation yeah. until you do it. And it's kind of like, it's hard at the beginning when you are faced with this. Because doing it is actually hard. It's uncomfortable. And it, doing it yeah, is the hardest part. especially like, when you realize you're starting from much lower than you thought you were. And you're like, oh my God, it's such a big mountain to climb. <laughs> it's yeah. much bigger than I thought. Like, but that's your only option. It's so funny when people say, when people say stuff like, I could, like, oh, this is like the classical example. I, I, I like I I hear from my friends and people. It's just like I I could have done what Bill Gates did. I just like I just didn't do it. I wasn't I wasn't alive when he did yeah. it. I, I couldn't have made it. I wasn't lucky. It's like, it's like yeah, I was I wasn't I, had, I wasn't lucky. Like he was just lucky. Like I could have I could have also done Microsoft, but you didn't. Yeah. That's the thing. Like doing it is the hard part. It's not like oh yeah, I could have also discovered gravity, like. That, that's just uh, that concept is just like so bullshit yeah. and most people think that way it's just like they, they, they just think oh yeah I could actually do that in theory I could like uh, this is a stupid example but like when people like hear like mumble rappers and doing yeah. their songs it's just like it's just like oh yeah I could have wrote I could have done something like Gucci Gang but you fucking didn't yeah. that's the point <laughs> which means you couldn't you didn't do the hard because part because you didn't means yeah, which you means couldn't you, yeah that's, that's yeah. exactly like because you didn't it just means that you yeah. couldn't. Don't go ahead and say that you could because you didn't. Just like doing was like, like doing was the easy part. No, yeah. like everything leading up to doing is the easy exactly. part. Then so yeah, I'm not saying like Will Pump is a genius, but he, he had the balls to go out and do that. Yeah, he had to get, like Most he got face tattoos. He, he had to live up to that image. Yeah, and not saying yeah. easier. Not he was dumb and he acknowledged. And even it. if it was easy, Boom. even if it was easy. <laughs> You didn't do it. I didn't do it. And if you're saying that you could do it, well, then go out and do it. Otherwise, shut the fuck yeah. up. I, I, I used Unless to see this in up. school too a lot. Like people who get bad grades always be saying like, yeah, if I studied, I could do it. Oh, but you didn't. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, I, used, <laughs> I used to think that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could do that if I, if I wanted. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, you couldn't. But because you like going back to it, you don't know what it takes until you actually do it. It's very easy to theorize, like, oh yeah, I only have to study two hours per day and then do that, that. But that's the hard part. That's the the excruciating yeah. part. What are you gonna do when you don't feel like doing it? Are you still gonna do it? Because it's more painful than you could ever imagine. Just thinking in your little chair. It's like when you say, like, oh yeah, I just have to follow this gym plan for two years, always doing it. And you think that's easy when it doesn't, you don't <laughs> feel like it. When something comes up and you arrive home at 10 p.m., are you gonna do it still? Well, most likely you are not. Because if you were to do it, you would already be doing it. You'd be sitting there talking about, oh, I'm so great in my mind and oh, in theory, I'm a genius. You're not. You want to write a book? Write a book. Prove it. 
You think you can become like a millionaire? Well, get doing. It's not by sitting in your armchair, smoking your pipe, being like, oh, yes, I can do it. Piece of shit. <laughs> I, I feel like yeah, you, you fucking, you fuck up. Go do something. <laughs> but I feel like here it's a, You're a bit of like uh, some tough love. It's, it's what's required to those people. You know, it's not like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, depending on the person, but you don't need more comfort. It's yeah. not more. Yeah, because, yeah depending it's on the not person. more mental masturbation the is like, that you need. Yeah, and the thing is that, that people, they will only realize they are doing something bad when they actually, like, when life throws that in their yeah. face. Like, you can't just tell them, no, that's not the, the right way to think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good yeah, luck. Good luck with that. Trying to change someone's mind with that. But the, only, the only thing at the end of the day that changes people's minds, first of all, is themselves. They're the ones who make the decision. But, like, I'd say the biggest motivator for that is just life. It's the shit life will yeah. you. Like, you, you can't make someone understand what going through losses until they go through loss. Basically, you can't just, you can't, yeah, you, you can't pass on that idea. Yeah. Like, the concept, you, you can't pass the concept of loss to someone who hasn't lost anything. Yeah. And only when they go through that will they realize. Like, you only know we love her when you let her go. Yeah. <laughs> only now you've been high. <laughs> Like, yeah, that, that singer said it best. I don't know what the fuck he is. But it's Passenger, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Passenger. The Passenger. And yeah, even though it's a very cheesy very song, it's true, you know. I don't know. I feel like this concept <laughs> is best applied when you actually go into that. Like, you can teach all you want about pain, for example, to someone. But until they experience it, they have no idea what it is. There it is. It just is. Yeah. Oh, it's an uncomfortable situation, yeah, uh, feeling in your body, and it, it's... It's like teaching colors to the blind. You can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, that's why I really liked, like, the, the book, the, just like the name, Skin in the Game. I think it's just a powerful, just a powerful yeah. concept. It can be applied to so many areas in yeah. life. To business, to economics, just like, he talks in the book, like, how to, like, how to, how, how interior you optimize, like, running a, a, a country. Yeah. And it all goes back to Skin in the Game. Like, you want, the people making decisions for you, for your life to be the doers. Yeah. You want to de- for for them to be the people that really have something in mind. So interior presence shouldn't be the guy that has nothing to lose. Yeah, be doing and stuff. It should be the fucking the poor guy working eighteen hour shifts. That's how he would like. You can't do that in theory, but the, like that's how he would be more effective as a a president or a prime minister, or whatever you want to call it, because that way. He has some skin in the game. Yeah. He, has, he the risks fall back upon him, and, and the current the current like political uh, regime regimen that most like the developed country has, the risks don't fall back on politics. And that's like maybe where you get, and that's why governments are so inefficient. Yeah. The risk doesn't fall. And also them. because fundamentally, like if you go, if you somebody compare, who is a president, yeah. most of the times he kind of quote unquote studied to be a president. Since he was young, he's in the political system, so he doesn't. Yeah. quite know what it like real life actually is he only knows the it's like the t- the university teacher the thing he best knows how to do is how to become a university teacher same with the president most of the times the best thing he can he knows how to do is how to become a president not how to actually be a president that's that's yeah. shitty and but it is what that's it the is funny thing. like if you go back and and remember like the best president the the best presidents like the most known presidents they all were like I don't want to like I, I don't want to say I I can't say this with complete trust like but some of them at least they're like military leaders or something like that so they didn't study their life their whole lives to become presidents they kind of they 
they really like they took they took charge like maybe as generals and stuff like that and then they were so good that people people wanted them to be presidents and those are like if you go back to Theodore Roosevelt's the the I can't remember any like I think even uh, Abe Lincoln Abraham Lincoln was at the, at some point was in the army like those people that really like they they know what it's, what's going to happen to their country if they don't yeah. succeed they'll make the best for it those are like in, in history, like they were always the best presidents because they had skin in the game, or at least they felt that they really had skin in yeah, the game. I can't, I can't like and, totally agree because I have no idea. But what I can talk. Yeah, I'm also, I'm, I'm kind of in that state as well. But I have that. I think, I think it's true to a certain. Point, what I can talk I about is like, um, if you go back to you know the the emperors and stuff like that, and guys who actually had to make it there, you see they had skin in the game because most of the times they would die in battle. They would be with their troops actually fighting. Yeah. They may be in the middle or whatever. But, oh, there was even an example used on the book about, I don't remember what was the, the emperor. Yeah, the guy know. literally died on the front line fighting. And that may not be the smartest, quote-unquote, decision, but it kind of proves, like, what it took to become the leader. And then, like, you actually go with your troops. You're the one leading. You're actually leading, mm -hmm. to put it very literally in that sense. He's actually, you know, dying in yeah. battle. And uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way you, you gain trust uh, and, uh, people in this, in, like yeah. in the case of war. Like, what's more motivating than seeing the, the guy that's supposed to be leading you, leading you actually yeah. leading you, your kings, like being in the yeah. front line? And even if not in the front yeah. line, he's there with you. You know, like Caesar was there in battle. Yeah. All those big emperors, they mm -hmm. were in battle most of the times. Yeah, they weren't in the fucking. They weren't in their. Yeah, in so their. Like, like today, if you go back, that's like, really strange if you go back to. To, to that kind of war and what what war is nowadays, it's like no one making the shots has any skin yeah. in the game. Like the the same the, the people calling the shots aren't the ones doing the shots. Yeah. And I think that's a, a fatal flaw of like the system. If you go back, like if you apply it to war or to economics or whatever you want to apply it, people taking the making the decisions aren't aren't the ones that are going to be yeah. affected by the decisions. Yeah. I think that's just. And the uh, to be mind. honest. Uh, I think that's Thanks. a very good way to end this podcast. And I feel like we can do this a bit shorter and just yeah, sure. end it there. And I feel like you conclude it with the utmost perfection. Bravo. <laughs> Thank you, my kind sir. <laughs> oh, William the Third. You're William Compliments. the Kind, as they call you. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Yes, I'm so, guys, good. that was episode number 10 of the Searching for Meaning podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And um, like, subscribe, drop a comment, share with your mom, everything that's included. And if you are not following us on Instagram already, please make sure you do so. What are you doing? At Paths, Paths of Meaning. And we shared like daily, not advice, daily quotes, daily things we are reading about and studying. And we kind of synthesize those things. So once again, thank you for listening. And it has been my pleasure. Goodbye.